Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Okay, before we dive into today's episode, uh, and before I forget, let's just be honest, that's why I'm doing it now. I wanted to let you guys know that I've got a free live training coming up. Mark your calendars, okay? On Tuesday, March 30th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You guys, it's free. It's open to everyone. I'm wicked excited. Now, I know you've heard me talk about spiritual teams before. You hear me talk about it all the time. I'll be like, oh, my spiritual team said this, my spiritual team said that. I asked my spiritual team for help. And I'm going to be doing a training on building your spiritual team. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. So please help me to spread the word. This is where you need to go to sign up for this sucker, okay? It's Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y, KarenKenny.com slash free training. And that will get you signed up for this. And I'm wicked excited. And I hope to see you there. Okay. Bye. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny show. I am so happy to be here. Uh, number one, cause it's sunny out and thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> that it's finally getting a little more sunny. Like I looked outside, I looked outside last night, you guys, and uh, it was still light out. There's still some light in the sky around 6 p.m. I was so jazzed, get wicked excited. So, uh, so I'm wicked excited about that. I'm also excited to talk to you about what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but before I dive in, because I got to do it, like before I get that, like that old, that old person, <laughs> I know I'm not old, but I want to make sure I tell you before I forget Keep your eyes and your ears peeled, you guys, because uh, coming up on, I think it's going to be Tuesday, Tuesday, March 30th, I'm thinking around 6 p.m., I'm going to be doing um, a free live training, uh, talking about like spiritual teams and why it's helpful and all this stuff. And I've never done really technically a free live training in this fashion. So just keep your ears peeled. And if you want to make sure that you find out what it's all about and how you can sign up and how you can be a part of it, spend a little time with KK, <laughs> and then you just want to get on my email list. So you can just go to karenkenny.com slash sign up and then come join me. Uh, I would love that. Okay, so let's dive into what we're going to talk about today. So for a while, like you can see, I got, the, I got it written down on a piece of paper. I've been talking about it, wanted to talk about it for a long time. It's this concept of influences. All right. You know, nowadays in the world of social media, we hear a lot about influences, which a lot of people tend to equate with how many followers people have, if they have a particular niche, if like whatever, whatever, whatever. And we give a lot of power and a lot of purpose and a lot of fucking attention to people who um, social media or the rest of the world considers 
influences. And I remember somebody saying to me one day, um, well, you're kind of like an influencer. And I actually get emails from companies all the time that are like, hey, and some of them are generic and some of them are, are more specific. And they're like, hey, you know, I guess I would be considered uh, in their world. I'm not saying I consider myself this, but they might consider me what's called like a micro influencer, right? So a certain number of followers or whatever kind of um, power or influence they think I have, which I find is just fascinating. So there's been all this kind of focus on how influences can get people to buy shit, to do things, to take particular actions, to behave a certain way, to inspire, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I think one of the things that I've always said, when somebody calls somebody else an influencer or tries to call me an influencer or tries to like put that label on anybody, first of all, I'm not a huge fan of labels. However, I will say this. One of the things that I often say to them is like, whoa, 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 let's like, wait a second. Because here's the deal. We're all influences. I'm going to say that one more time. We are all influences. Now, I don't mean that as in like we all have a ton of quote unquote followers or friends or likes or whatever on social media. I'm not saying that you deciding to post a particular picture with a particular product or whatever is going to make thousands of people go out and buy it. I'm not talking about that kind of influence. I'm talking about the kind of influence that we would talk about in A Course in Miracles. There's a line in A Course in Miracles that simply says this, to teach is to demonstrate. To teach is to demonstrate. And what that means, the way that I think about this is that in every single moment, we are teaching others what thought system. We are showing them which thought system we have chosen, the thought system of love, which is like the voice for the divine, the voice for God, the, the memory of God's love through spirit, Holy Spirit, the internal teacher, or we have chosen the thought system of the ego, which runs hellbent on fear, scarcity, sickness, separation, specialness, lack, all this stuff, right? Stress, competition, all the shit that doesn't feel good, right? <laughs> so to teach is to demonstrate. So we are constantly showing those around us. We're teaching those around us what thought system we have chosen, love or fear. In whichever thought system we are currently operating from, speaking from, um, behaving from, thinking from, creating from, is going to influence not only us, but your children, your friends, your employees, your business partners, your partner partners, your sweeties, your lovers, your spouses, the people you spend the most time with, the people that you might serve, your clients, your students, whatever. We are always influencing each other especially since they tell us, I mean, even the quantum physicists, you hear me say this all the time. They say in some ways, we are all made up of the same stuff. There is no place where I actually physically end and you begin. We have a collective consciousness. We have like one mind. And so the thoughts that I think they have an effect, they have an influence on all minds. And this is why Look, I really believe this. You can take it or leave it. 
But let me ask you this. It's like, have you ever like walked into a room and been in the presence of somebody who you just either knew one or the other that they really loved you or that they really did not care for you all that much? <laughs> Can't you feel, I often say to people, have you ever walked into a room and you just felt somebody's judgment? Like you can just experience it. Like you can just feel like, oh, I am not welcome here. This is not a woman fuzzy. They're not excited for me to be here. Like we can feel it. They don't have to say it. They don't have to act on it. They don't have to do anything. We can tell when we are being attacked, right? Even if they're not physically being violent towards us, right? We can feel it. We have an influence on each other. And this is why in the work that I do, I am always telling, especially the, the people I work with in spiritual mentoring or in the nest, my spiritual membership and community, I'm always telling the parents, especially like if you've got a kid, one of the most important things you can do is get your shit together. You want to you gift your kids something? Don't worry about the money you're going to leave them. Worry about the emotional scars and the legacy, right? The emotional effect, the mental effect that you're going to have on them. So one of the greatest things you can do is to get your shit together so you don't pass it on to them because what you think, do, and say, your behavior, your choices, your beliefs, the stories that you tell, right? They are going to influence your children, right? If you are somebody who has um, clients or customers, all right, that you are doing business with, that you are building relationships with, that you are interacting with, right? You are constantly in those interactions, whether it's verbally or through social media posts or through your newsletters or through your coaching or through your programs or through your retreats, whatever you do, you are affecting them. Just like how when a musician plays a particular chord or note, right? It strikes a, a, an energetic vibration in the body. Musicians are constantly affecting us and influencing us. We know this, you know, when people are like, when I'm in a really sad mood, I put on this, my power song or my lift me up song or my happy song because we know that the thing that the musician created, it can have an influence on us. Or when people are like, I just need to have a really good cry. So they'll watch a particular you know, movie, which to me is artwork, right? They will watch a particular movie or show or listen to a particular song because it influences them. It changes them. It allows them to feel things or maybe like find the courage or to whatever, right? So we are constantly influencing each other all the time based on the quality of our thoughts, words, actions, and choices. The things that we're putting out into the world, the way that we're speaking to one another, the way that we are um, showing up for one another. So, and this is why in the work that I do as a spiritual mentor with people, you know, I look at everything through a spiritual lens, right? I look at everything through a spiritual lens. And so I'm always saying to people like, you know, when like, so for example, right, if you don't, if you don't love yourself, some people might call that a mindset problem or whatever, but if you have low self-esteem or a lack of um, self-worth or a lack of self-love, that to me is a spiritual problem. It's not like, oh, I just need to look in the mirror and do positive affirmations, right? It's because you have forgotten yourself. You have forgotten to whom you belong. You've forgotten the truth of yourself as the light of the world, as one of God's kids, as an extension of the divine, as an extension of love. That to me is a spiritual malady, right? And so if you 
you though believe this about yourself, if you don't think that when you go out into the world, you're not going to influence how other people feel about you or maybe think about you or experience you. So one of the most important things that we can do in this lifetime, I think, is to be vigilant, to be vigilant for the quality of our thoughts, our words, and our actions. The stuff we think, the stuff we say and write, the stuff that we do, the choices that we make. Because we, as part of the collective, are always influencing each other. All you have to do is take a look around, right? Politically, in friendships, like wherever there is relationship, think about this, wherever there is like one or more, or two, I should say, two or more, as soon as there's relationship, there will be influence. Who, like, like I know so many kids, I say kids, they're really adults, right? But I always say I'm always dealing with adults in like, like little kids in adult bodies, <laughs> right? And so often I'll see people who are grown ass adults who still won't say or do particular things because of what mom and dad might think or what their siblings might think or what the kids they grew up with might think. There's still a heavy influence on them. And that's what I'm saying. If we're not wicked clear, right? We've made the mistake of saying like, oh, these people on social media are the influences. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. We are all influences all the time. You ever have a really incredible school teacher? You ever have a teacher that changed the trajectory of your life or like an athletic coach when you were a kid or a mentor or just somebody that you look, looked up to and you're like, oh my God, right? They had such an influence on me. They had such, they inspired me or they changed the way that I saw myself. You know, and if you listen to my podcast from last week with John Berghoff, he talks about that, that incredible moment with the women in his life, these two like women that he ended up going to work for. He goes, they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself and just their vision of him there. They're really generous and beautiful. And I would not just say generous in like that it was a. Uh, uh, more than he deserved. I mean, I think it was on point that they saw within him that divine spark of his goodness, his greatness, his brilliance. And just by them seeing that influenced him to see himself in a whole new way. So I just want us to remember, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> anybody who's listening, beautiful people, I just don't want you to give away your power or to forget your own power in the influence that you can have, not only on your own life, but in the lives of those around you that you intersect with, even if it's just a moment where you share a glance while you're standing in line at the grocery store, a quick smile, it can change the course of somebody's day to be seen, to be heard. So if we're not doing, right, if we're not doing the inner work, the spiritual work, the personal growth work, the mindset work, right, all of it, if we are not doing the work on ourselves using the spiritual tools that we have, to let's not say improve ourselves, because this is the, one of the things about spiritual work and personal work that I believe. Other people might have a different opinion. Uh, and this is my show. So I'm just sharing my own experience and my own opinions. You don't have to agree with me. It's not the gospel truth. It's just what I think, right? Which is that I think that if, um, 
Hold on one second. And we're back. I just totally had one of those moments where my brain was just like, and I was like, wait, what were, where was I going with that? And we're back. So, so often I think that we think that, um, um, oh, how do I say this? We think that doing spiritual work or personal work or development work or whatever we want to call it is about becoming something, right? Like I've got to become the best version of myself. I've got to do and be and hustle and become. And I'm like, no, it's not so much about becoming anything. It's actually about removing. It's not about so much building as it is about drawing back, like removing the blocks and the barriers that are in place that block us, barricade us from the truth of ourselves. So I'm not saying your personality sometimes doesn't. <laughs> I'm not saying your personality sometimes, your ego personality sometimes doesn't need a little work. That's not what I'm saying. But I really believe that spiritual work is about the removal of the bullshit blocks and barriers that we put in place to our own. In the Course in Miracles, it says this, your task is not to seek for love. Your task is to seek and to find all the barriers, all the blocks that are in place, right? To your own awareness, all the barriers that you have built to your own awareness of love's presence. You do not have to seek for what is true but you do have to seek for what is false. And that to me is what, like there's a beautiful line in the Course in Miracles, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, that says you need to be told the truth about yourself uh, uh, like a bunch of times a day. <laughs> because we have these thoughts and beliefs about ourselves that just aren't true. We are, we are obsessed with our own notions, our own ideas of who we truly are. Those are the blocks and barriers, the ego blocks and barriers. So the ego basically tells you that you're a piece of shit, that you don't deserve love, that you're not worthy, right? That you're not um, good enough, pretty enough, skinny enough, rich enough, like all this external shit, right? And really so much of this work is remembering the truth of yourself, coming home to the truth of yourself. So it's not about building up some image, like I'm going to check the box, like now I'm a good girl, I'm a good boy, I'm a good person, I'm a good whatever. It's not that. It's not like I need to earn this. But it is about doing the work to realize that we have told ourselves a bunch of bullshit stories. We have a bunch of beliefs and the ego keeps a bunch of proof that is against our own awareness. It keeps us in a place of spiritual amnesia. And so much of the work that I do is like, it's like just reminding people how important it is that they check themselves, that they're aware of themselves. I always say to my clients, right, you better know why you do what you do, think what you think, say what you say. If you're just going about your day doing shit and I'm like, so you posted this thing. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, so what was that post about? And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, no, 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 no. Like, let's re what was that about? And I'll break it down. I'm not talking about anybody specific, but I'll often say, were you posting that to get attention? Were you posting that to like, what was that about? We almost, there's almost nothing that we don't do without some sort of um, motivation. And whether it's we're seeking approval, we're seeking likes, we're seeking, we're saying things or doing things to get a reaction, to manipulate, to share. I'm not saying everything that we do is bad or evil or has something. I'm just saying we got to know why what we're saying, what we're doing, what we're thinking, because it fucking matters. 
The stuff that comes out of our mouth, the things that we do, they matter. But you know where those things start? They start in the mind. We have this thought, then we have a feeling. Some people think we have a feeling and that generates a thought. I, you know, whatever camp you belong in, all I know is if we don't get our mind right, we will not get our life right. And we will influence those around us. And especially think about this, if you're a leader, imagine that you are a leader in some form and that can be the leader in your household. It can be that you are the leader in your like neighborhood, whatever. You can be the leader of a huge ass company. You can be the leader of a small like mom and pop shop. You can be like, there's a thousand ways to be a leader, right? You're a cheerleading coach. You're a, like, whatever it is, right? If you don't get your own mind right, and then you show up to be the, think about cults. I think like, holy shit, like those guys, those people, right? The men and the women, the people that run the show at the cults. First of all, it's not like just them. Like they're at the top. They started the fucking insanity, right? But then think about the influence they had to have with the people right underneath them. The ones who keep their secrets and cover up their sexual and physical abuse and their cuckoo monkeys crazy. And then you have the influencer, the main influencer who then pours down their shit to those people. And those people go out and they search for people who are lost and suffering and need help. And then they recruit those fucking people. And then it's like the influence is like a layer cake. It just goes down and down and down and down. So all it takes is what, look at Hitler for geez. Oh my God. Like look at the most insane influences in the world. Now, influence can also be used as a force for good. You can look at Jesus. You can look at Gandhi. You can look at Martin Luther King. You can look at whoever. Look at Mr. Rogers. Oh, my God, Mr. Rogers, you guys. The influence that he had on so many of us little kids as we were growing up, telling us, I like you just the way you are. Like Mr. Rogers saw us, and he was so, if you don't know this about him, he was so um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not particular. He was intentional. Mr. Rogers was wicked intentional with the words that he used, whether he was singing them or saying them or what they were doing on the, he knew the power of what he said, the influence that he had. The influence of the things that came out of his mouth, how it was going to affect little minds. And I just think like, oh my God, like Mr. Rogers gave a shit about so many of us, probably more so in the way that he paid attention than some of our own parents did. So I just want to say like, don't forget the power that you have within your own life to make a difference. Please be the main influencer in your own life. Whenever you're going to spend money or spend your time or whose content you're consuming or who you're spending time with, the relationships that you're choosing to have, because we are all influenced by our environments, by the thought systems, whether that's your church, whether that's your political party, whether that's your group of friends, whether that's the gym you go to, like whatever it is. And the reason why in the Nest membership, I have a membership is because I wanted to create a safe place of people who were going to be, if there was going to be that influence, right? Like I'm, it's my membership. So I got to keep my mind, right? I got to keep my mouth, my big mouth in line. I got to keep the quality of my thoughts, and thoughts, words, and actions at a highest level that I can. 
And this is why I don't let Vicky with two Ks run the show. I don't let me like run the show. It's why I'm always asking for guidance from Holy Spirit, from my inner teacher, from God, from, from my spiritual team. Have me go where you would have me go. Have me do what you would have me do. Have me say what you would have me say. And to whom? I try to create an environment where love is the main influence. And that doesn't mean it's all unicorns and rainbows because there's some work. There's some work that's happening in the nest, right? Going to, being in the nest is like being in a course where you're learning and getting spiritual tools to navigate your life, to navigate the situations of your life. Look, I was just going to show you. Well, not everybody. Some of you who are watching, oh, where's my little thing? All right. Oh, here it is. So like this is, like I've got a system. I've got a methodology. Like boop right? I just flashed. Those of you who are listening, you don't see, I just flashed on the screen my, uh, my, your story to your glory process that I use in the nest and with my one-to-one clients, right? There's a method to the madness because I understand how influential the stuff in the nest can be. I know how it can change lives and it can help people get results. I understand the influence of love versus fear. I understand the influence of building people up rather than tearing them down. I understand the influence of a, of a, of a well-timed, hey, cut the shit, own that, or like whatever, right? I'm not saying I'm, I'm mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess really what I'm trying to say to you is please do not forget the influence that you have in this world. I always say we are all extensions. In A Course in Miracles, we say we are all God's teachers. We are all God's teachers. We are teaching each other. We are all students and teachers of each other all the time. That is a powerful responsibility, the impact that we can have. And just think about it like this. Like, I always think it's funny when little kids swear, right? Like, people would be like, no, no, I, you know what I'm saying. But do you know why they swear? Why does a little kid all of a sudden drop an F-bomb? Because they heard the people around them doing it. If you don't think we aren't influencing each other all the time, how do you think trends happen? How do you think like all of a sudden, why do you think a quote unquote social media influencer gets paid $15,000 to do one post? Because they know the people are going to gobble it up. All their followers are just going to gobble it up. I could give two shits about that stuff. I am the main influencer. You know who influences me? My own thinking. That's who influences me, my own mind. You know where that influence comes from? I try to like go beyond. I try, I am very aware. I pay very close attention. I am vigilant. I watch my mind like a hawk. I watch my mind like a hawk. And sometimes all of a sudden I'll be like, shit, that crazy thought got through and we're back, right? (laughs) But I don't take, I might take a detour into fear, but I do not stay there very long. Like I try to bring it, ooh, and we're back. So you guys, this is what I'm trying to tell you. You have the power of an influencer and it might not be on social media. It might be. Some of you listening to this might be like, what do you mean, KK? I have, a, I, have a, I have an email list. I have people who follow my page. I'm a yoga teacher. I have people who come to my classes. They are trapped in a room with you, yoga teachers. I mean, of course, they have autonomy. They could get up and leave. But what I'm saying is people buy into a thing. They buy into a program. They buy into a class. They buy, buy into a thing, right? The people who come to my workshop in March, my free training on the 30th, right? They're going to be, I mean, of course they can leave the Zoom room, but they're going to be there and I'm going to have their attention for like that hour. 
And I know that what I say during that time can be influential in a positive and beautiful way, an impactful way. I just think about the times in my life when somebody has said something for good or for bad, right? And I think everything, I can, I can pretty much spin everything <laughs> into something that eventually is helpful. I can't always do it right away. It might take some years sometimes, but I can look back and I can tell you very specific moments in my life when somebody said or did something that just like, ooh, it impacted me. And in some cases changed the trajectory of my life. It changed the way that I saw myself. And I always say, I talk about my mom, like I just did a post about my mom the other day saying that she, she was one of the main uh, influences and inspirations and, and most impactful people in the short time that I had. I would not be doing the work that I do if it wasn't for both her life and who she was in that short time that I got to know her. And I didn't even know her as a friend, as a human, as like a, like as a, as a woman, like how my aunties might've known her or her girlfriends knew her or, you know, the, the men in her life knew her. I just knew her as my mom. So I don't even know, but I can just say in the short time that I had her, the impact that she had on my life, not only in her life, but in her death, even her death, how she died, the way she died, when she died, the age of all that stuff just influenced me. So you guys don't ever forget the power and the influence that you have to teach is to demonstrate. And we are always demonstrating what we think, what we believe, the stories we believe, the stories we tell, the stories you tell about yourself influence as well. So if your, if your story is poor me, everything, nothing ever works out. That person hurt me. That person, I'm not saying that it didn't hurt. I'm not saying that these things aren't true, but what I'm saying is the things we perpetuate, the stories that we tell, they matter. The stories that we tell about ourselves and each other, the places that you shop, where you spend your, you are influencing shit all the time. So if you're not paying close attention, it's like, man, you're really, you're really blowing an opportunity here is what I'm saying. <laughs> and if we don't have the ability to slow down and pause and choose the things that we are going to say and do, we can't always change the thoughts we think. Sometimes the thoughts just come in. That's what the mind does. The mind also has a negativity bias and it's going to think what it thinks. But if you can't pause long enough to go, wow. That's a powerful and that's a, that's a thought that could lead to something that could be helpful versus you're just on the train and you have a crazy thought and you don't stop at the station long enough to go, Oh, this is a runaway train. I probably want to pump the brakes on this thing because thoughts lead to what you say, what you write, what you post thoughts lead to, um, how you uh, show up the choices you make and your behaviors. If you don't pause long enough to actually make a choice, then you are just basically showing up as a puppet to your ego. So this work that I do in the world, it's, it's, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, my work is so important. What I'm saying is the work that I help others do, that I support others, that I try to help guide people, right? Um, in, in the work that I do, um, as a spiritual mentor, you know, as a writer, as a storyteller, but as a, the leader of the nest is to try to create a, an environment that allows people 
to remove the blocks and barriers to love, to step into their power, to own both their brilliance and their bullshit, to be who they are, to embrace the fullness and the wholeness and the holiness of themselves. Because I know that they're in my little nest, right? They come into the community, this incredible community, and they're in my little nest. But you know what? When they get off those calls and they are done with the modules and they're done with the community call connections and all the stuff, the guest teachers come in, when all that stuff ends, they're going back to their own little nests. And it might just be in their apartments with themselves. It might be in their homes with their kids. It might be in their homes with their pets. It might be in their homes with their significant others and children's, or they might live multi-generationally in their families right? With their lovers, with their spouses, whoever. They might be going back to their dorm room. They might be wherever. They might be going into their places of work where they have a lot of influence and power professionally, politically. Like I think about this and this is why I'm really excited. Like I think one of the places that I'm going to in my business is I really want to start working more and more and more with the influencers. And what I mean by that, I don't mean social media influencers. I want to start working with the leaders. I want to start working with people who even more so, and I already do, let me be clear. <laughs> I already work with people who have coaching programs and have people who they try to inspire and work with and, and help, right, in their own ways. But I want to do it even more and more and more because I just think of the amplification of love that can happen when people at higher levels of influence or power or whatever, you know, like the leaders of the world. And you can be a leader in your own family. It doesn't have to be a company. Because that work, when we make a choice for love, oh my God, the way that it can influence, the way that it can just amplify and exponentially go out and that ripple effect is so powerful. So like influencing the influences. <laughs> and hopefully I'm doing that with the podcast too. And I'm not influencing you by telling you what to think. But I love to create a space for really good questions to be asked, for really good conversations to happen, for depth of wisdom and knowledge and experience to be on earth so that you can remember who you are, so that you can take these spiritual tools and do the damn work so that you are showing up as the man, the woman, the person, however you identify as that. The, the person that you really want to be. The person who leads from a place of love rather than through the franticness and the fear, right? From, the, from that like, oh my God, for having no center stability. And I just think, man, when you choose love as your teacher, when you choose spirit, Holy Spirit, the divine, as like when you step into the influence of the divine, man, does shit change. And that's what I love to do. So that's what I got for you guys tonight. I want you to be thinking about, right? Really sit down with yourself and spend a little time and think about your own influence in the world. Who do you influence? How do you influence? Are you showing up as an ambassador of love? Are you showing up as one of the helpers? You know, think back into your own life as some of the influences that you've had. Right. One of the modules that we, we, we just did last month in the nest was called like boosters and changes. And it's all about, it's all about the, the, the things in our lives, the stories that were boosters, the people that were boosters and changes in our own life. It's, it's such a powerful thing 
to be looking at the places in your life where you were deeply influenced and how now those things, if they're not healed, if some of those things that happened aren't healed, if we don't take a look at them, if we're not doing the internal spiritual work, the shit just rolls downhill, you guys. So let's really take a look at that stuff. I think it's wicked important, you know? And I always say this, I always say this. I, I, really, think it's, I really think that my mother would be alive today if, if the guy that killed her had the ability to pause, if he had had some ability to, to recognize that he was feeling rage and it wasn't about my mom, it was about his own inability to stop a thought from going from thought to immediately to action. He was spiritually fucking weak. So I want people who listen to me, right? Meaning like you're, if you hear the sound of my voice right now, you're listening to me. I, I pray. I really do. I mean this genuinely. I pray every day. I say, I ask God, right? Please be in charge of my thoughts, my words, and my actions. Please have me go where you would have me go. I literally want to be used. And I know that God's got a function for me. I know that the divine, whatever word you use, I say God, you say divine, you say spirit, you say whatever, universe, like whatever, it doesn't source, doesn't matter to me what you say. I believe that we're all here for a purpose. And I want my purpose not to be somebody who inflicts myself on other people. I want to be able, if I'm going to influence people, I want to influence them from a place of inspiration, from a place of love. And if we don't take care of our own stuff, if we're stuck in our own bullshit and our own victimization and our own horror stories, and we're not trying, at least trying to heal ourselves, then it's just like kind of like projectile vomiting on everybody around you. <laughs> we don't want to be doing that. We don't want to be doing that, my brothers and sisters, people of the world, right? All right, you guys, I hope you found this helpful in some way. So maybe today's episode is called uh, We're All Influences or Influencing. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Uh, hopefully, Erron, Erron, if you're listening, my, my beautiful podcast team, uh, help, help a sister out. We'll figure out what the title of this suck is going to be. But you guys, I hope it was helpful in some way. Um, I hope you, you know, really do don't listen to this on 2x or 3x or 4x speed and try to hurry up. I, I take my time and do these each week because I, I believe that they can be helpful in, in adding more love to the world. So I hope that you listen and I hope that they help you to think or inspire you to think for yourself and just say, oh yeah, what do I think about this and how do I, I know there have been times when I have been influential in maybe not so great a way. Um, and I'm always trying to, because here's the thing about New England kids, right? We get rewarded. We get rewarded for our wittiness and our cleverness and our sarcasm and having a sharp tongue. So growing up with that influence, man, that is something that I've had to try and really outgrow and to replace, right? That's a removal. That's what I'm talking about. It wasn't about becoming kind. It's not about being vigilant for being kind. You know, one of my teachers, Ken Wapnick says, it's not about being vigilant for being kind. It's about being vigilant for when you are unkind. That's the work. Because our unkindness has a particular sort of influence that just is, um, it's cruel.
And so that's what I'm saying is we have these conditioning, these ego conditioning things where we've been kind of programmed to believe certain things, to behave a particular way. And it's the same thing of like, you know, I grew up eating animals. And when I got old enough for, to think for myself, right? And, uh, or even beyond that, it, it took somebody else. The re, I'll tell that whole story someday, but I am vegan right now. If you ever heard of a, a famous drummer named Bobby Rock, R-O-C-K. And he was in a band called the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. He was in a band called uh, Nelson. Some of you might know Nelson, Nelson Twins. Uh, he plays with Lita Ford. He plays with a lot of people. So he and I were, um, you know, he was my boyfriend for a while back there, <laughs> back in LA. And uh, that's a whole other story. But he was the first like vegan that I knew of that I met, right? I probably met other vegans, but he was hardcore. And uh, he, he had such an impact and influence in me in that area um, that I credit it. You know, I credit it to him uh, for what he showed me, what he taught me, and the example that he was to teach us to demonstrate. And he demonstrated to me what it was like to be a vegan in the world and why. And it just changed the trajectory. It changed my life. I will always be grateful. I will always be grateful for that. So you guys, we want to, if we're going to be influencing people, we want to be doing it um, as best we can uh, in, a, in a loving way. Even, even though there are going to be times, of course, when we're going to slip up, you know, because we're human. And that's, again, what this work that I do with people is. It's helping people uh, to, 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 to have the spiritual tools to navigate this very, the divine tools, I would say the divine spiritual tools to navigate this very human experience. So you guys, I love you and I appreciate you so much and, and I celebrate you so much. I'm so grateful that you are a part of my community and a part of my life. And I would love to have you even more closely in my community. I would love to have you guys come learn more about it. So that live training, last thing I'll say, that live training that I'm doing uh, on, I always have to keep looking at my notes on um, Tuesday, Tuesday, March 30th. I think I'm shooting for 6 p.m. You're gonna have to sign up for that to get the Zoom link. So be on the lookout for that. Get on my list if you're not already. But the thing that we're gonna talk about is really module one. It's module one of my course. It's module one of the nest. And it's gonna take you deeper into the teaching of having a spiritual team because having a spiritual team has been one of the most influential things in my life. And you'll get to learn all about it. And it's wicked exciting. So you guys, I hope you go out there. Have an awesome rest of your day wherever you are. Um, like I said, if you want to be able to join that training, just get on my email list. Send me like whatever. If you, if you, again, karenkenny.com slash sign up <laughs> and, uh, and come join me. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. Wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review. 
because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.